the new music generator on Cambridge 105 Radio with the Portland Arms. Hello you, welcome to the New Music Generator on Cambridge 105 Radio. That was Broken Promises and their track called Eternal Bliss. My name is Tim Willett, I'm with you, <coughs> excuse me, for the next two hours. I haven't spoken out loud for a little while, need to warm the old vocal cords up. Uh, with the best in unsigned and emerging artists from across East Anglia and um, we'll play you some brand new tracks to the show and also going to reminisce on some tracks that we have played on the last few weeks because we've had a very busy January. Uh, we've only really had a chance to play most things once uh, on this Wednesday night show, so um, the second part of tonight's show will give us an opportunity to uh, revisit some of those tracks again. We've also got a guest talking to Hay Late at half past seven, so 25 minutes' time. 
catching up with him, an artist that we first started playing on this show um, back in the day. And uh, he's back with a new track, which we played for the first time last week. And we'll be announcing another gig, not another one, uh, another NMG Live gig that we'll be hosting in April. The lineup of that will be revealed after eight o'clock this evening. So if you are not celebrating Valentine's Day, or if you are, and I'm weirdly some sort of soundtrack to that, then you're welcome to get in touch because I am live in the studio because, uh, well, I have no Valentine date. So um, my date is you, dear listener. 07919-070490 on the text or WhatsApp studio at cambridge105.co.uk or you can uh, send us a, a message on the New Music Generator Instagram if you would like to do that. The first track we started off with was Broken Promises and Eternal Bliss. That is our one to watch track this week, chosen by Rebecca. They are a brother and sister alternative punk, punk two-piece band from Attleborough in West Norfolk, consisting of Charlie, who's 16, who's on guitar and lead vocals, and Maisie, who's 14, on drums and backing vocals. They are playing in Heat 4 of Berry Sound on Friday night. And Eternal Bliss was a song written about the feeling of cabin fever or being isolated away from the world and how it can help your mental health. The track is out now. The next track we're going to play you is the new single from Heartless from Cambridgeshire. This is called Leave Me Behind. I'm to a pinch to your life, pause 
and it's heartless and leave me behind. And as I'm playing that, I'm thinking, I've heard this before. This isn't the right track, is it? Nope, I've loaded the wrong one into the system. So that was his previous single. This is his new single. It is out now. This is called Signs of Life. That is the new Heartless single, Promise. It's been out a couple of weeks and it's already done pretty well on Spotify thanks to some plays on Radio 1 as well. That is Signs of Life by Heartless, spells his name S because, you know, vowels are for idiots. Uh, the next band we're going to play you are Crowned Hyenas. They are from Norwich, met them at the NMG Awards last year. They posted the picture of them at the, or one of them at the, uh, the NMG Awards. They made an impression on me. Um, uh, uh, they had a very nice time let's put it that way and uh, insisted on lots of photographs look forward to seeing you again this year guys if not before Um, the email reads as follows we have another single coming out this time it's a track called Indicator Uh, it was released yesterday on the 13th on all streaming platforms and Bandcamp this is one of our oldest songs and it's a firm favourite 
which we always open our live shows with. Lyrically, the song explores themes of coming to your senses after a toxic relationship or friendship, realising what a fool you were but not falling for it again. As you may have noticed, we're on a bit of a mission boosting our catalogue this year, indicated it's the third release from a batch of songs we recorded at Orange Tree Studios on the outskirts of Norwich. Over three studio sessions totaling 15 days, we recorded nine new tracks, all of which will be being released as singles or EPs in the coming year. In terms of gigs, our diary is very much open for shows. We're looking forward to a busy May with multiple shows in London, Birmingham, Nottingham and Norwich. All the info is on our socials. We'd like to say a massive thank you for your continued support. We love the show. Good. And kind words about our music. Good. Love the show, Steve. Uh, this is Crowned Hyenas and Indicator. Oh, yes. I like that. Haven't heard that before. Didn't listen to it before I pressed play on it. Uh, really like that. Like the beginning of it as well. The way it sort of builds up. Nice. 
That's uh, Crowned Hyenas, an indicator. It's available now to go and stream and download. If you'd like to go and do so, check out their social media for details of when you can see them play live. Here's a band I saw play live last Friday. The Interesting Times Gang. Their new track called Watch Out.
The band described themselves as being adventure pop pioneers. The interesting times gang come from many places, but mostly Ipswich. Uh, that is their new song called Watch Out, brackets Mind Assassins. It's not out yet. Don't have a release date for it. Just been looking on their socials. Uh, they've teased that that is one of two new tracks that they will be releasing, but no release date attached to that just yet. Uh, as I mentioned, they played at uh, Berry Sound last week as the guest headline act. And if you want to go and find their previous music, you need to search for The Interesting Times Gang because there's another band on Spotify called Interesting Times Gang. So you want the The Interesting Times Gang. Their last single was released in August of last year. Next is a new single from Evie Frierson, a singer-songwriter who we are going to be welcoming to play an NMG Live gig for us very soon at The Plough in Shepworth. That is going to be at the end of next month. Um, Evie is 20 years old, a singer-songwriter um, from this area. She was nominated for the first time last year as the uh, Female Solo Artist of the Year at the NMG Awards. This track is released on the 21st of February, um, but uh, it's also available now on Bandcamp. So available now on Bandcamp, but available on the rest of the streaming networks on the 21st. Uh, her influences are uh, ranging from the likes of uh, the 70s through to the 90s with the likes of Stevie Wonder and Jeff Buckley uh, to the more contemporary sounds of Yeba and John Mayer. We've played a few tracks from Evie over the last year or so. This is her next one then. This is called Tonight.
beautiful track from Evie Frierson. It's called Tonight. It's out next week. She's playing for us at the Plough in Shepworth, which is a, um, a music-loving pub just outside Cambridge, um, alongside Imlac, three years younger, and Elbert Rose. It's a free entry gig. It starts from 7.30 on the 23rd of March. That's a Saturday. So uh, if you fancy coming along to that, then myself and Rebecca will be there. Uh, we look forward to uh, to seeing you. Some details on another live NMG gig coming up for you after 8 o'clock and a ticket update on the gig that Rebecca announced on her show on Saturday because over half of the tickets for that gig have already been sold. So that is going to sell out and it's going to sell out very quickly indeed. Uh, over half the tickets sold only in the last five days. This next track is by Juliet, a singer-songwriter. She says... Uh, it's all about self-love, not being so critical of yourself, stop being your own worst enemy. And she's chosen to release this song on her 20th birthday. She's entering a new phase in her life and letting go of any pain from her teenage years. Um, it marks a year since her debut single, Manifesta, was released. This is Juliet. It's out on the 17th of February, which is her birthday. This is called Guided. Short but sweet, that is Juliet and Guided. It's out on the 17th, which is Saturday. Happy birthday for then, Juliet. Right, it's nearly half past seven. My guest on the other side of this track will be Haylate, who we heard from the first time um, or since about 2016, I think, uh, on the show last week, back with some new music in his own name. But he's not been hanging around doing nothing over the last few years, as we're going to find out. This is his comeback single. This is called Thank You. Mind. Hoping you're healing Cause I am For sure 
That is Haley and thank you. We played that on the show for the first time last week. And uh, as a follow-up to uh, Haley sending that track through, he's had a bit of a catch-up on email and thought we may as well invite him on the show for a bit of a chat in person. And he's here. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Very well. Very yeah, well. It's, it's, nice it's, to been... it's nice to hear from you again. Yeah, it's been a long time. Um, a lot has happened, um, but it's nice. It's nice to put something out again. Um, it, it feels like a lifetime ago when I last released something. So, um, yeah, it's it's exciting. So in your email, you said um, after nearly six years, and we've just established it's probably more like eight, uh, you've decided to drop some music again after writing for everyone else. Now, I, I am aware of what you've been up to um, to a certain extent over the last few years. I've seen some stuff. Uh, on online and um, you actually visited or you were due to visit I don't know if you ever did because I wasn't there that day but did you go to the apex last year and do something 
embarrassing I did yeah I did I, I had a one-off performance it was uh, uh an invite back from um back in the day when I was at school and it was to go back and kind of right. share what I've been up to and, and perform for um some of the students um but yeah it's, it's been crazy busy um our last time I released something following that I went off to university and I think like anyone at 18 especially when you're an artist you kind of have a bit of an identity crisis so I think I had a couple of years of feeling like uh oh my gosh who am I what do I want to do what kind of music do I want to make um and then as with a lot of things as you, as you know in, in music it's kind of right place right time um and I was invited to go to some writing sessions for K-pop and J-pop artists. Um, and I had no clue, you know, apart from what most people go to, which is Gangnam Style, I had no <laughs> idea what that would entail. Um, I'd never really listened to K-pop or J-pop, um, but I went and it's, it's kind of snowballed from there. Um, I've been really fortunate and I feel super lucky to um, have signed, a, I signed my, a publishing deal a few months after that. Um, and ever since I've been working with um some of the biggest um, artists in the world, let alone, you know, Korea and Japan. So it's it's been crazy. It's a little bit ridiculous when I think about it, um, but it's great fun. So I can't really complain. And this all from a boy who's from Suffolk. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's madness. I mean, I'm still based in Suffolk. I am still in the same studio where I wrote, you know, songs when I was 14, 15, 16. Um, and it's funny, I'm just looking around the room now because I've got the plaques on the walls with with the with the releases and it's kind of mad. Um, and I'm very grateful um, to have this opportunity. Um, and I get to go out to, um, to Korea and Japan every year and make music. And I've met so many incredible um, writers and producers and, just amazing people. So um, I feel really blessed that it's it's part of my life and I'm able to make music. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I've, where I've been. So let's break this story down then into a bit more detail. So you said right place, right time. How did this opportunity first manifest itself? So I was at university and I was studying music. Um, and uh, at the time it was actually a lecturer of mine a guy called Tim Hawes. Um, he's a prolific songwriter himself, um, known for his work with the Spice Girls and the Sugar Babes. And, and personally, my favorite uh, work he's done is the Cheeky Girls song, um, <laughs> in my opinion. Uh, but he's a fantastic guy and, and he really took me under his wing um, and mentored me and introduced me to a whole new world of, of music and writing. Um, and he just recognized my sort of instinct for, for pop music. Um, so we started working together and he, you know, really supported me and, and got me to where I am today. And he's still my publisher um, and he still looks after me day to day. Um, and uh, yeah, so it was at university where it kind of first happened. Um, like I say, it's one of those things where I think the universe has a strange way of working and putting people in, in the same room. Mm. Um, so what did you go to university to study? Was it something music or performance related? Yeah, so I was studying music and songwriting um, at the time. Um, and it, it always amuses me a little bit because while I was at university, as I said, I had a bit of an identity crisis and, and I wasn't the loudest in the room. Um, I think you go from when you're that young, you go from being a little bit of a, a bigger fish in a smaller pond and then all of a sudden you get in the room with all these incredible talented people and you kind of feel a little bit of an imposter maybe and you're kind of like oh where do I fit in here so I spent most of my time at university really just soaking up 
the experience and, you know, making contacts with people. I didn't really put myself into the spotlight that much. So I found it very bizarre when he actually came to me and said, you know, do you want to to go to this writing session in London? Um, but, you know, it, it it's sometimes how it works, isn't it? You don't always have to be the loudest in the room, I guess. It's, it's more about what you bring to the table, I think. Um, so, yeah, it was an interesting start. You've always obviously been interested in pop music. We we've heard that from the old stuff that we play and and some of the artists that you that you said you mentioned then. So I have a fair idea as to what a K-pop and a J-pop artist sounds like, but can you describe that mm. genre and what is the is there a difference between those two or are they just the same thing? No, so I mean the the common thing is is most people if you've never listened to asian music as a whole would go oh gangnam style mm -hmm. <laughs> and although i feel that gangnam style opened up a whole new world for the the kind of foreign markets to come over to the west um it is nothing like that at all in fact both k-pop and j-pop it's branded as pop music but as we know ourselves if you listen to the charts today you've got so many different sounds influences um vibes so it, it it really can be anything and everything um we've gone through a phase recently of a lot of drum and bass influence um and then all of a sudden it might be a huge ballad um so it, it really mimics that kind of similar situation to what we have here um there are some differences between the japanese market and, and the korean market I think those differences are becoming smaller over time, um, especially because uh, Korea has such an impact on the global stage now, mm. and particularly in, in Japan. Um, so there is a lot of crossover, but, uh, you know, the Japanese side of things is it tends to be a little bit more musical, maybe a little bit more traditional in its pop approach, whereas uh, Korea is constantly trying to push the boundaries. So the sounds, the styles are constantly evolving. They're looking for something completely fresh. That being said, um, at the moment, there's a lot of 90s influence. So we're coming back around and looping back around all the time. Um, so my answer is, is hard because, yes, there are differences. And yes, there are things to bear in mind when writing for each market. Um, but that being said, there can be moments of crossover too. So a lot of the time it's just about trying to write a, write a great pop song. Um, and that's just my goal now. I don't try to focus too much on, you know, on, on the references or too much on what's happening um, around me. I just want to write great pop music and, and hope that that lands. Mm. What's you may not be able to answer this question, but I'll ask you anyway. What What is the history of, of the music industry in those countries? Because I always remember a lot of western artists going over there and being you know massively popular and they you yeah. see these images and videos of, of of they're very passionate people and and absolutely go crazy when somebody from the from the west who's popular over here goes over there but you never really had that in the opposite direction until as you say kind of more recently um yeah. so is their music industry as well established as ours and we've just not heard about it or is it a fairly new thing that they've started to create a lot of popular artists themselves it's it's quite complicated, especially with uh, the differences, because that's where the differences come in between Japan and Korea. So the Japanese market is the second biggest in the world. Mm. It's bigger than the UK. Um, it's it's bigger than most countries apart from the US. So a lot of people are quite surprised by that. Um, and the reason that we don't hear of Japanese artists particularly is because they have such a strong domestic market that they don't need to export music. Right. Um, that's also presented a challenge for writers because a few years ago, it was very hard for Western writers to 
be credited or to be part of that system. But they now recognize that actually, you know, especially with K-pop influence and the amount of Western influence in that music, they have started to open up um, and things are changing, um, which is where I've been really fortunate. Um, so in terms of Japan, it's, it's hugely established. And as you said, there's that old saying of big in Japan, which is so true because they still sell physical um, CDs. Mm -hmm. um, it's funny, when I was in Tokyo a few months ago, I was finding all the different releases in, in um, in Tower Records, um, which is fantastic as a writer because you actually earn a little bit of money <laughs> instead of 0 0.012 pence per yeah. stream or whatever it is. Um, and in Korea, it is, I would say, it is a younger industry, um, but equally there are, you know, some fantastic publishers and people that are, are really paving the way. Um, a lot of Western writers are in demand now in Korea, um, but equally, I think you have to really study and understand the nuances of K-pop. Um, it, it's one of those things. Sometimes, you know, someone like Jim Cook, for example, is is a hugely just Western influenced artist. You know, Ed Sheeran's writing most of his songs, that kind of thing. So it's a very Western kind of sound, but equally a lot of the biggest artists, you know, Stray Kids, NCT, whatever, they have that Korean um, element to it. Um, so it's complicated, um, but especially now, you know, I don't see Japan necessarily branching out because they just don't have the need to, they have such a big domestic market, but Korea has to, mm. um, to, to uh, sustain the industry and it's kind of taken over um, a little bit. So um, it's exciting. It's an exciting time um, for writers and, and for fans as well. Yeah. So what level of research and, and sort of um, indulging yourself into the culture and, and things like that did you have to do before you started working over there? I think um, the main thing above all else is respect. Um, and I think that it should be the same everywhere, but, um, you know, as, as some artists will know, writers will know, it can be a tough game in, in music. There are some characters and there are some situations that maybe aren't the best. Um, whereas in Japan and Korea, it, it's all based on respect and, uh, and I really like that because it's, it's actually quite a small community. And the funny thing is that so many people that I work with for the Asian market also work in the Western markets and vice versa. So it's a very small world. Um, and actually, I feel that reputation and being a decent person um, will get you further than, than so many other tactics, I guess, if 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 you want to label it as that. Um, I've always loved, um, you know, Japanese culture. Um, and definitely, uh, I, I've done a lot of sort of research into Korean culture as well. Um, and I just love the, just love the the atmosphere. It's it's a weird feeling, um, especially when I was in Tokyo. It just was quite special. Um, and as you mentioned before, they're so passionate when it comes to music. I mean, I remember watching one of the live tour recordings of of one of my songs, and it was like fifty five thousand people in the Tokyo Dome, and it, it was like their whole life had been building up to that moment and it was madness and it's, it's something we don't see over here as much we have fans of course oh. and you know you have super fans but it's a whole nother ball game um and it's just amazing to see and and i just feel very blessed to be part of that um so yeah it's exciting had you been over to the one of those two countries before you started working over there no no, in fact, uh, you know, I've been working in the, the Asian markets for probably about coming up to four years now. Um, and my first trip out there was to Seoul and I was there 
the year before last and then i was in tokyo the october just gone okay. um so yeah it was very much uh probably a, being a bit naive but also just immersing myself in the music and understanding um you know what people were listening to um but bringing a western approach to that um, mm. because you know the thing is that as as with any country the korean and, and japanese writers have their own domestic style that they're fantastic at um so actually bringing that western influence um is, is really sought after so tell us some of the track obviously we we won't be as familiar with them as uh, as people in asia will be but give us some examples of some of the artists that on tracks that you've worked with and and how successful they are what do those plaques say on the wall how, how many record copies have they sold so i think personally now i have been involved in over a million sales um so i've been on a, a platinum album um i think we sold over two hundred fifty thousand units in the first day which was madness in japan um and that band their name is fantastic they're called kiss my foot <laughs> um, the japanese band names are brilliant um there's all sorts um that yeah that they're entertaining um but that was an amazing moment um on the korean side i've worked with the likes of the boys um which are you know definitely on the the global stage they're they're quite popular in america um, they're one of my favorite k-pop artists as well i've worked with cix again they're, they're they're sort of on the global stage now um kingdom um so yeah cartoon in in japan um and i've got lots of different bits and pieces coming up uh, this year as well so it's really exciting i mean one of the best moments for me uh, in in the writing world you know you kind of you write music and then it maybe gets placed on hold by the label because they like it and then it eventually gets cut and actually one of my first ever holds was was with bts which is who everyone knows right mm. um unfortunately it didn't happen um that's okay these things these things that's that's what it goes but that's my claim to to fame when anyone doesn't know yeah. <laughs> real japan um so yeah i mean that would be a dream to land a, a release with them but um yeah, we'll keep plugging away anyway. So how does it work? Do you do you write songs and then they come to you and go, we want something? Or do they give you a brief to write to? How does it work? Both. Um, so obviously at this point, doing it for four years, I've, I've got quite a big catalogue. Um, so, you know, I have a fantastic team in the UK, in Japan and in Korea um, that are constantly looking for opportunities for the music. Um, so, you know, we'll often hear directly from the labels and the A&R and, and they're looking for a particular sound or style um, and the other way as well. So, you know, the labels will, will come to us and say, well, we're looking for this kind of song. These are the references. Um, but again, I don't get too tied down in, in references and things these days because, you know, especially in Korea, they're just looking for a great song. So um, it's just about having fun with it. And the fact that I get to make music um, as, as part of part of my career, I think, is is a dream, really. So I feel really, really, really blessed to do that. Definitely. And do you look for opportunities or would you like some opportunities in the Western markets? You know, it's one of those things where um it is a tricky game to make a sustainable living from in the west um it is something that i'm open to um i love western pop music you know it's, it's what i grew up on so it, it makes sense for me and we do have some great contacts and as i say it's really funny because you know some of the biggest tunes that have come out in the last few years the writers work in asia too so it's a very small world so who knows? Um, right now, I'm so focused on continuing to to build in in Asia um, because I just love the music more than anything else. Um, but who knows? 
who knows what will happen down the line. Any chance you'll move out there one day? You know what? I would love to. If it wasn't 13 or 14 hours away, I'd be on a plane tomorrow. Um, but who knows? Um, you know, we will see where where life goes, I suppose. Um, mm. it, it's an amazing experience, though, for, for anyone that wants to go and is questioning it. Just go because it's just incredible. Everything about it from the music to the people and, and the places. Just do it. Mm. Um, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been doing this show long enough now that there's people that I've supported many, many years ago who have gone on to be successful in various different things in the music industry. But never have I supported an artist who's been successful in writing music for the Asian market and sold as many records as you have. So congratulations on your success to date. And as you say, you really only just started. Four years is nothing, I suppose. So you've got many, many more years to go. Thank you. No, I really appreciate that. And I think... It's nice to know that if I can do it in the middle of Suffolk where, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's sheep in every other field, then then anyone really can do it. And just to plug away at it because it's a tough game and there are moments where you think, is it worth it? But it is because if anyone can earn a living from music, I think that's the goal and that's the dream. So yeah. I really appreciate, um, yeah, the support. And um, yeah, it's, it's strange sitting here eight years later <laughs> from when we first put some music out there it's crazy yeah yeah i was looking back through uh i always do when i uh do interviews with people i've not spoken to for a while I look back through emails i'm one of these people that keeps every every email that i've ever received because i you know i'm lazy at finding things away but also find it can be very useful sometimes when you want to look back at something that was a long time ago um so that gives me the date references and um yeah i was said last week when you um when i played thank you for the first time that that one of my standout memories of you was when you played at the NNG Awards at the Cambridge Corn Exchange, um, yeah. which was, that was the fifth anniversary awards. Last year we had the 10th and we had a year's break for, for COVID. So it was, it was seven years this end of this year that that, that, that was happening. You got yeah. to play a grand piano on the Cambridge Corn Exchange stage. Yeah, I did. And you know what? It's, it's actually funny enough still to stay one of my favorite memories because I, I don't perform as much yeah. as what I used to I don't gig as much I'm in the studio 24 7 and and trying to make it happen behind the scenes so uh you know when I released this song it was it was very much no expectation it was putting something out into the world and just kind of enjoying it um but that is one of my stand-up moments to this day um so if there's ever the opportunity and there's a grand piano let me know <laughs> because I will be there because it was amazing such you know, a great opportunity. do you know the most annoying thing about that event is that that's the that's the one event that exists that I have the least footage of in terms of video content I've got every pretty much every other one filmed but um yeah that we lost the well I didn't somebody else lost the footage of that particular event so most of it's living up here in my in my mind and um I don't have the opportunity to look to look back at it but it was uh, it was a special event that's for sure um so let's talk about you as a as a performer again and and an artist as as Haley is the reason kind of you just touched on that the reason that you don't get to perform much is that why you've sort of done this because you you had a itch that you needed to scratch yeah i think so i think it's one of those things where it's kind of a bit of a new chapter in my life as well i feel that you know I, i've now officially hit my mid-20s oh it's so like, old <laughs> but it's one of those things where you kind of finally feel like actually you're you kind of are an adult now right and it's like you know you've been to uni and you've had the fun and, and now it's actually like okay this is life and it just felt like a bit of a close to one chapter and a start to a new one in a really positive way. And so many people are constantly saying to me, 
um, you know, oh, we want we want to hear the music. What you're up to? Are you are you still doing music? That's yeah. the question, right? And it's hard because a when I live and breathe uh, music as part of my work, you know, I might be in the studio all day. I don't necessarily want to put on a showcase at the end of the day of what I've done, and also some of it's confidential. And it's it's one of those kind of tough things where I wouldn't change it for the world, and I'm so happy it's it's part of my life, but it's also my job. So it's kind of one of those things where so many people are saying, oh, we'd love to hear what you're up to. So I was like, you know what, I want to put something out there and also something to, for me to look back on. Um, that's completely me. Um, it's funny on a couple of the releases in, in Korea and Japan, my backing vocals are on there. So you can kind of hear okay. it. So I can officially say I've been on a number one somewhere. But um, it almost feels a little bit distant sometimes because you have to give that song over um, and that song becomes someone else's essentially. Um, so I think for me, it was just putting something out there that is completely mine and no expectation, no you know particular goals for it. It was just a case of this is what I do now. This is what I sound like. This is how I've grown um, and hopefully other people enjoy it too. Um, I would you know love to perform more and i have some plans and some things potentially on the cards but it's one of those things where yeah it, it's finding the time and the energy to make everything happen um and i don't like to do anything half-baked so um yeah that can be a challenge to balance it all but it's definitely that kind of itching that creative scratch and yeah. kind of saying actually this is who i am and this is what i do yeah, you're right. It's it's like the equivalent of anybody. If they do something for a living, they don't then want to go home afterwards and do the same or similar thing in their own spare time because they're kind of done with that. So I guess, you know, you don't have the uh, the urge to write music for yourself once you've been writing music for, for somebody else all day. But we're glad you did. This this song this song's really good. Um and um very yeah, very commercial, could sit quite happily on Radio One or, you know, any of uh, any of the commercial stations that that play pop. Um, is this something did you produce this yourself or did you go somewhere and record it? Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that I'm really, really kind of thankful for is the fact that I get to travel around the world and, and meet amazing producers and writers. Um, so the guy that I teamed up with on this his name's mark and he's from he's from denmark actually um we spent a week uh, i think it was the year before last we were all locked onto a farm uh, a huge <laughs> recording studio in the middle of denmark in the middle of nowhere and we were there to write music for for the asian market and it was fantastic amazing experience but what came after that was you know he reached out out of the blue and said hey like i've been i've got some ideas for a kind of track a kind of a, a vibe would you like to take a listen potentially we could pitch it for the korean market and i listened to it and yeah of course it would have been great for uh, k-pop but actually i felt something a little bit more personal from it it's, it's weird when i first listened to it it just felt like me and my kind of sound and, and where i'm at so, yeah, I think I wrote the actual song probably within the space of about an hour. Um, but Mark, bless him, we were back and forth for about six months because, again, I hadn't done this in such a long time. So it's that second guessing. Is it right? Does it feel right? Is this what I want to do? Um, but he was amazing. And, and the end result, I'm so, so happy with. Um, it's It's really kind of a combination of 
the sounds that I started with and that the kind of the feel, but also bringing it into this new phase where I've grown so much as a writer. And um, so, yeah, it's been a it's been a great collaboration um, and I'm really, really happy with the end result. Yeah, no, you should be. It, it's if you just sent me that track or somebody sent me that track and not told me who it was, I'd have probably had a pretty good guess um, because it does sound there is a there is a link there between what you did. Um, before all those years ago, which at the time was was very strong and very impressive for somebody who was as young as you were at that point. You would have been, well, you would have been a teenager at, at that time. So um, everything that you always did was very well produced. And you, you were always very, um, everything was a high standard. Everything you, you did was was did, was did done to 100%. I remember some you know, music videos and everything else that you used to produce um, for, the, for the stuff that you've done before. So that definitely carries over on, on this track. Um, it, what lyrically what's it mm. what's it about i'm getting it sort of a thank you to a to an ex yeah it's you know it's it's funny because i've always had this thing where um when i write something for myself it kind of happens and then i look back at it afterwards and i'm like oh actually it's kind of like a therapeutic yeah. thing and i'm like that's what it means um and the interesting thing is where I spend so much time writing for the Asian market, lyrics are less important mm. um, because a lot of it gets changed and rewritten. So this was new for me because it was very personal and very, that was hard to let that filter down and actually take away the kind of um, commercial side of things that I'm used to and kind of just writing lyrics that work. And it was actually thinking about the message. Um, so yeah, it was, Again, this kind of idea of the end of a chapter and in a positive way, you know, no drama, no, nothing like that. No kind of uh, negativity. It was just a thank you to everything that's come before and a kind of a excitement that I figured out who I am, whether that's in music, whether that's in personal life, whatever that is, I've kind of figured that out a bit more now. So it's kind of thank you for getting me to this point and I'm ready to kind of yeah go go ahead on my own so yeah yeah and is there going to be more yeah there i think so i i hope so i have a track that is written um and it is more of a uh emotional kind of thing um and we are working on it and uh, i would like to see it out there in the world um again it, it's a, it's a song i'm very proud of so yeah we will see when it happens is is probably more the question rather than if um but i would like to hope that maybe over the next couple of months um i'll be able to to put some more out there and um yeah we will see cool well it it's a pleasant surprise to to hear from you again uh as a as a performing artist so and do like this track we'll definitely be playing more of it um it's available now so if you want to go and stream it it's hey late spelled h-a-y-l-a-t-e the, the song's called thank you uh, with a U instead of the uh, the word U. You can find it in all the usual places. Um, we will uh, leave it there. Thank you for sparing some time tonight to chat. It's nice to catch up with you and find out a bit more about what you've been doing. So I've kind of been a little bit aware of what you've been up to, but to hear a bit more of the detail about it is is actually uh, quite fascinating. So so credit to you for for what you've achieved so far. Um, I you you're not going to thank me for this, and I have pre warned you that <laughs> I am going to play one of your one of your track because I still think these stand the stand the test of time, um, and still be proud of these even even though there might be a slight cringe. Um, this is Midnight from Haylate.
There you go. Going back to 2016 uh, for Midnight from Halo, which is, as far as I uh, am aware, was the last release before this one. Thank you. Uh, thanks to Kieran, a.k.a. Halate, for uh, chatting. And I really enjoyed that interview. I hope you did too. I found it very interesting. If you want to listen to that interview again, you can find it as a podcast, uh, which we always put up the whole program available to listen again on the Cambridge 105 radio website and also on our Spotify podcast feed. We've got details of a live gig, another live gig. I said uh, a couple of weeks ago, we've got four live NMG nights happening in the space of two weeks. We've announced three of them so far. The last one is to be announced tonight, and we'll do that before 8.30. Got a couple more tracks to play from the inbox for this week, though, before we get to that. Uh, last week, we played Oscar Corney. This week, we're playing Nick Corney, who, in my mind, are related, but I'm um, pretty sure they're not. Um, this is uh, Nick Corney, singer-songwriter, with a new track called Timeless Eyes that will be the first single from his EP called Sediment to Sentiment. Um, he uh, sent it over um, because uh, he says it's been a while since we've played anything, uh, but pleased to say he finally has some new music. This is Nick Corney. The track is called Timeless Eyes.
That is Nick Corney, and the track is called Timeless Eyes. It will appear on a new EP that he has to release soon. Don't have a release date on that single either at the moment, so uh, he'll have to keep us updated with that. He says in a band rehearsal tonight, so he'll uh, catch up on the show at some point. We'll, uh, if Nick gets back in touch, we'll let you know when that's out. Uh, this next track is from the Wade Nelson Project, our good friend John, who we've been playing on the show for a long time, various different projects. He's been back in touch again with this one, um, which is called I Still Love You. Hi, Tim. Hope you're fit and well and enjoying life. I am. Thank you, John. Yes, it's me again. You may remember quite some time ago when I told you that my intention for the Wade Nelson project was to get an updated feel from some of the older country stars and famous names. Well, I'm one third through my target of a 12 track album, and this is number four. It's my latest release called I Still Love You. I tried to get a smooth ride with a Willie Nelson touch. It may not sound like Willie Nelson, but the song has its pace and underlying sentiments of love and forgiveness. The song's about a guy who is deeply in love with his lady, but can occasionally stray towards coming back, hoping and probably knowing that, has, that his lady will always welcome him back. It's a medium-paced song, so get a cup of tea ready at four and a half minutes long, just over. Hope that you can find room in your programme for something new and original. I wrote the lyrics, and Peter Gaines produced this great song for me. Uh, he's a superbly talented producer. A mention would be very much appreciated. Uh, Peter Gaines at customanthems.com. There you go, John. There's a bit of plug for your friend. Uh, this is the Wade Nelson Project. Uh, the track is called I Still Love You, which is appropriate considering that it's Valentine's Day. It don't always follow suit To tie the laces on your boots So when 66 is just another route oh, Like I've been all the way Yeah Laying on the forest ground Where singing birds don't make a sound No, no My only love was lost and found But hey, oh I don't care because I love you, yes I love you, oh, every little piece of you, oh, I still love you. The storm that rides the rolling clouds, shouts its anger far too loud, it's only me. Here in this crowd But hey, I'm not alone No And if you're somewhere in the rain Mistaking water for champagne No, no Go that bottle out the train Yeah And come on home to me because I love you, yes, I love you, oh, every little piece of you, oh, I still love you. Oh, 
fields at dawn Swaying with the drunken corno Keeping vows that I have sworn Just for you, you'll see yeah. And in the morning when you rise You'll see me with your naked eyes Yeah, yeah You want me to act surprised No, you'll know It's only me The Wade Nelson Project, written locally by uh, songwriter John Knight. That is, I Still Love You. From John Knight to Dan Knight. His new single's out on the 23rd of February. This song is dedicated to a special person in my life, he says, who gave me hope and has helped me through so much. I really wanted to write a song that captured the feeling, but also to bring that pop singer-songwriter element alongside my acoustic guitar and piano. There's a launch party for this song at Bijou in Peterborough on the 23rd of February. If you fancy going along, this is Dan Knight and Day by Day. I'm a mess and it shows right now Didn't expect you to care somehow Find myself thinking about you From when I wake up it's all that I do I'm still hurting from all the times When things never turned out right Just making me so scared to dive You're pulling me in though I can't lie But there's a first in the back of my mind Telling me to wait it out this time I only ever end up hurt Maybe it's all I deserve Maybe I'm not good
Day by Day from Dan Knight, out on the 23rd. 20 past eight, this is the New Music Generator, live on Cambridge 105 Radio till nine o'clock. Last week, we announced details of a gig that we were going to be organising, not we were, we are going to be organising, at the Hunts Club in Bury St Edmunds, which is happening uh, on Good Friday, which is the 29th of March. Uh, Friday the 29th of March featuring headliners Amethysts joined by Casper Larson and Loom and we had all three artists on the show last week to chat through about that tickets for that went on sale after the show last week and have already started well on Saturday Rebecca announced details of an NMG live gig happening in Cambridge at the Blue Moon featuring Oaks, Fran Lusty, Chest and Jess Davey Uh, tickets went on sale for that after the show on Saturday and they have sold over half already Uh, it's a fairly small room so if you do want to go along to that gig uh, that is on saturday the 23rd uh, no it's not it's on friday the 22nd of march which is the week before the one i just mentioned Um, if you want to go along to that then advise you get tickets sooner rather than later because it will sell out in advance um, and previous to that, we already announced that we're going to be doing a night at the Plough in Shepworth uh, with Imlac and Three Years Younger and Evie Frierson and Elba Rose. That's a free entry gig on the 23rd of March. Well, there's one more gig to announce, my friends, and it is on the 4th of April. Thursday, the 4th of April, four bands will take to the stage at the Portland Arms as we return with another NMG live event at the Portland Arms for the first time since December of 2022. And opening proceedings... Is singer-songwriter Jamie Black, who had no plans on performing live this year, but I asked him if he'd come along, and then he said, why not? Couldn't turn it down. This is his latest called Reborn. I've been holding on Trying to be something Trying to be someone So I keep on walking Waiting for the storm I don't know where I'm going It's like I've been here So I think it's time we face it The voice in my mind is screaming to come out Had enough of all these dreams I'm chasing Feels like lately I'm becoming something else So I keep on walking 
Waiting for the storm I don't know where I'm going But I feel reborn I've been looking all around But the person I was searching for is myself And I've been walking out from hell But the fire keeps on burning, can't put it in So I think it's time we face it The voice in my mind is screaming to come out Had enough of all these dreams I'm chasing Feels like lately I'm becoming something Jamie Black is a singer-songwriter from Cambridge. You may recognise his voice from bands like Standing Like Statues and Dear Monday. This is his uh, latest offering as a solo artist called Reborn. And he will be opening up our NMG Presents Night at the Portland Arms, which is on Thursday, the 4th of April. Uh, there are three other acts that we'll be playing alongside. It's a bit of an electronic kind of theme night. Um, and the other artist, or another artist that will be joining uh, the lineup is GSD. And this is his most recent offering, Little Old Surf Song. I wanna pack my bag 
Wolf GSD is an artist who's only been playing on this show for a few months, uh, one Rebecca brought over from introducing. His little old surf song. And he'll be playing alongside Jamie Black at the Portland Arms on the 4th of April. Joining them on the lineup, a band that you can see actually live this Friday at the Cambridge Junction. Starting to up the uh, live performances now. Band have been around for a couple of years, but had a bit of a slow start. This is the Budapest tapes. These guys are actually playing live on Friday at the Cambridge Junctions part of the Five and Out alongside Staycations, Casper Larson, and another couple of artists. Gutted I can't be there because uh, I would have been there if I hadn't had to be somewhere else. So I recommend you go down and check them out there. And if you like them, then come and see them at the Portland Arms on the 4th of April, where there will be main support to our headline artist, an artist who has never played live before, but has been in existence for nearly four years. An artist we've played quite a lot of songs from over the years. But an artist made up of people that we've been supporting on NMG for longer than I care to remember from previous bands. The headline act on the 4th of April is at Tiki. This is their latest offering, Eaton Mess. May your sins come back to 
Tiki and Eaton Mess, they will be headlining on the 4th of April is their own, well, first and quite possibly (laughs) their only live performance. They are a group made up of three very busy individuals, um, one of which is barely ever in the country um, and been trying to get them to play live for ages. And finally, we've managed to get a date where they are all available Uh, and that better not change. Uh, They are performing alongside the Budapest Tapes um, and Jamie Black and GSD. Tickets have just gone on sale. If you go to the New Music, New, New Music Generator Instagram account, that's not easy to say, um, and click on the latest story, you will see a ticket link there. Uh, that gig is on the 4th of April. Before that, on the 20 th- uh, 29th of March, we will be doing a uh, gig at the Hunter Club in Bury St. Edmunds featuring um, Amethysts, and Casper Larson and Loom. And then the week before that, on the 23rd, Saturday will be at the Plough in Shepworth with a free entry gig with Imlac and the Three Years Younger and Elba Rose and Evie Frearson. And the day before that, on Friday the 22nd of March, will be at the Blue Moon in Cambridge with Oaks as headliners, joined by Chest, Fran Lusty and Jess Davey. They are our four live NMG events that we will be hosting over the next couple of months. There are some details of some more that we will be doing before the summer is up. Then we're into Strawberry Fair, then it's the NMG Awards, and then it's Christmas. Cause everyone's got a child or they're married Another Friday night sitting with no company I'm alright but I need somewhere to be 28 years I'm alive but it's getting tough And 
feel for the ones who had enough So we get down and down and down fight But we frown, we frown, we frown We need to let it out Let it out So Latest offering from Oscar Corny and Let It Out. He's got a new one coming out soon. These guys released this, their second single last week. This is Oaks headlining for us at the Blue Moon in Cambridge on the 22nd of March. This is called Outside.
Oaks and outside. When did your heart start beating so slow? Anybody drop down to the floor? Do you remember how the voice in your mind declared emergency of humankind? Cause what you said isn't all what you remember what you did. We threw it outside and we buried out there. I don't know why. You said what you said. So take your mind to yourself sometime And then the peace that you might just find And there's a big bad world out there Where I exist in other dimension that you didn't Same again, never be the same. When you feel like the time is up, you 
New offering from Iona Sky, Never Be the Same Again. We are uh, here for another 10 minutes. If you want to send in a track to be played on the show in a future week, then you know what to do by now. Email inbox at newmusicgenerator.com. Send your track through as an MP3 or wave format attachment along with a biography and links to your social media. You must be from East Anglia and Lincolnshire. Uh, that is uh, Cambridgeshire, Norfolk, Suffolk, Essex, Hertfordshire, Bedfordshire. And we are now allowing bands from Lincolnshire onto the show. So get in touch with us if you fancy being played. I know that there's new music coming from Fred's house very soon and new music from Phil Rebecca very soon as well. Hopefully we'll have those on the show in the next couple of weeks. This is the latest offering from Norfolk band The Sculpts. Roller coaster. It's a minute and a half long. That is the Skults, and their track is called Roller Coaster. It is available now. Would you like one more piece of brand new music that's not been heard yet on NMG? Last week, we played you a track from the band called The High Points, a Norwich group we have played on the show a few years ago, but um, we lost touch and didn't hear from them for a while. They got back in touch uh, last week, and we played their new single at the time. Uh, and I said at the time whilst playing it, they've actually got another one coming out very soon as well. Well, last week we played Not Alone, and this week we're going to play Dance Dance because it's just literally landed in the inbox. Can't get any fresher than that.
High points there from Norwich. That's their latest track. It's out now. It's called Dance Dance. Here's the band we've allowed in Lincolnshire bands for. They got in touch a few weeks ago. Love this record. Thought actually Lincolnshire's a bit underrepresented on the radio now. So we'll bring them over here. It's not that far away. This is River Drive and Lonely Ones. Dice again. Whoa. Last is for the lonely ones who said. 
River Drive and Lonely Ones. Thanks for listening tonight. Thanks to Hey Late. You can find this show as the podcast in its usual form and the usual places after this program is finished. Rebecca's back on Saturday from 4 o'clock. I'll be back next Wednesday from 7. I'm off to go and eat some pancakes now because I didn't get a chance to do that last night. I'll leave you with Amy Iris and her latest offering. This is called Rely On Me. You're